You're listening to the Blimey Cast. For more information about the IELTS Masterclass, my online training for the IELTS test, visit BlimeyEnglish.com. Hello again. And welcome to another live talk, a project by which we get the chance to get to know each other a bit more and you get the chance to practice your conversational skills. Olá, seja muito bem-vindo a mais uma live de conversação. Essa aqui é um projeto pelo qual nós temos a oportunidade de nos conhecer um pouquinho mais e você tem a chance de praticar as suas habilidades de conversação. Essa live aqui eu tive a ideia de criar ela quando eu percebi que tinha muita gente que falava assim, ah, eu até tô na preparação, mas eu gostaria de conversar apenas com alguém para praticar mesmo a minha habilidade de ficar falando. Isso que eu gostaria. Aí eu pensei, Bom, como eu posso ajudar essa pessoa? E aí eu desenvolvi esse projeto aqui, que simplesmente o que eu faço aqui é chamar vocês para que a gente possa conversar de uma maneira bem leve e tranquila em inglês, para você praticar a sua habilidade de conversação. Não importa se você está no nível básico, se você está no nível intermediário, se você está no nível avançado. Aqui, o nosso propósito é simplesmente praticar a conversação. Eu nem fico focando tanto em corrigir pronúncia, corrigir gramática nessa live aqui, não, nada. Porque aqui o propósito é fazer você falar. Quanto mais você falar aqui, melhor. Se você é daquelas pessoas faladeiras, essa live é para você. É aqui que a gente vai explorar essa sua habilidade, né? E eu vou conversando com você aqui. Não tem aquela pressão que geralmente tem lá na na live de simulados, né, que é a live de ontem, a live de quinta-feira, geralmente lá tem um pouco mais de pressão, que é simplesmente perguntas do teste, mas aqui não tem nada disso, a gente simplesmente vai bater um papo de uma maneira bem tranquila, tá? Não fiquem acanhados. É, você também não precisa ser meu aluno para poder participar, tá? Mesmo que você esteja chegando aqui hoje no meu perfil, se você tiver pousado aqui nessa live e quiser praticar a sua conversação, será muito bem-vindo, será muito bem-vinda. Para poder participar, é só você mandar o request. Para mandar o request, quando você entra na live, aparece aqui embaixo, né? Enviar solicitação ou send request, ou então aqui em cima, ó, live de conversação. Pum, clica aqui, vai abrir um menuzinho, e aí sim você pode mandar o request para que nós possamos praticar. É assim que a gente faz aqui, tá? É, Lembre-se de que a prática é o que leva à evolução. Eu não gosto muito daquele do ditado, da forma que ele é, né, de que a prática leva à perfeição. Porque a perfeição não existe, a gente nunca vai ser perfeito. Né? A perfeição ela é, na verdade, um ideal que nos move para frente para a gente poder cada vez ser melhor, melhor do que nós mesmos, não melhor do que ninguém. Né? Mas a gente nunca vai ser perfeito. Mas a gente pode sim evoluir. Então, por isso que eu gosto de falar, a prática leva à evolução. Tá? Inclusive, quando eu... Eu tive a oportunidade, quando eu morava no Brasil, de dar alguns treinos de jiu-jitsu, né? De ajudar lá na academia, principalmente com crianças e pessoal mais novo, as faixas brancas. Eu tive a oportunidade de ajudar eles. E eu sempre gostava de falar, a prática leva à evolução, não à perfeição, tá? Quanto mais você vem, quanto mais você faz, mais a gente vai, é, mais você vai evoluindo, tá? Joia, muito bem. Sem mais delongas, deixa eu ver aqui. Os requests. Cadê os requests que vocês não mandaram? Tinha um aqui, agora sumiu. O que está que acontecendo? Ah, aqui, ó, chegou um aqui. Agasonali. Não sei como pronuncia isso. Na live passada, vamos ver agora se tinha sumido. Vamos ver se dá certo. Olá. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm great, and you? I'm doing fantastic. Where are you from? Where are you speaking from? Um, from Rio Grande do Norte, Mossoró. Mm, very good. I guess I've never met someone from this place. This is so nice. This is so nice. Yes, I'm, I'm just seeing people from uh, south and... So that's, I think, and um, I 
never seen from him this i think yeah, kind of me neither me neither and how do i say your name because your nickname there was quite hard for me to to guess how do i call you you can call me yaskra mm -hmm, very good this is my last name sonali mm that's a beautiful name by the way that's a, i Thank like you. i like different names as myself i've got a very different name my full name is simon mitchell simon and mitchell they are my first names and then i've got my family name which is mamedi which is my arabic roots but again i love uh different names so tell us a bit about you um i don't know you can ask me when i answer i think it's yeah. easier okay okay um just start telling us uh you you just said where you live tell us a bit about uh your life what do you do if you work or if you study um my life um i'm just studying now for a military exam ah uh huh better, uh, my french and do, english do you... very good very good Well, and so you have plans uh inside the military. Uh yes, uh, it's the way I can I don't know how to say that, but uh, I need to earn money in the moment. So is mm -hmm. the easy mm -hmm. way for uh -huh. me. But um at the university too. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm studying biomedical. Ah. So I'm studying for a lot of things. And I can see. It. I can see and um, which one do you I'm not ask which one do you like the most if you'd like to the military or your university but what do you like about each one of them? I think it's uh, in the military and mm -hmm. it's about can there i can practice any sports ah and you like sports then many sports uh -huh. actually so um uh, they have many opportunities for me mm -hmm. about that mm -hmm. and Whoa. the other side um the university i can study a lot of things about laboratory and science health mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. makes me feel crazy sometimes because <laughs> you see many things you never thought and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know uh, that's it it's it's a, it's a load of possibilities right yes so many things so before asking you about this uh this part of your studies Let me ask you what sports do you like? Um can you rephrase I don't know. Yeah yeah you told me that you like the military because of the opportunity to practice sports what sport yes. do you like? Um I have a passion for volleyball that's mm. my life like Really? I love volleyball. I see everything about volleyball. That's it. Oh, If this I is so good. And practicing volleyball all the time. I'm doing. <laughs> mm. Let me ask you something. Do they have volleyball on the Olympics? I'm not sure. Do they? Um no. There's a lake Mm -hmm. from i'm not sure i think is sao paulo rio de janeiro mm -hmm. and minas mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they have teams and they call uh, the athletes for joining to the team from brazil ah uh, see i'm asking you this because i i also like brazilian jiu jitsu and i know that 
They don't have Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in the Olympics. They just have Judo, which is great. But I would love to see Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu there because it's such a and fantastic sport. Jiu-Jitsu too. Really? Yes. Oh, this is fantastic. What are you? A white belt, blue belt, purple belt? I'm still white belt because uh, starting pandemic, I can't go anymore. So uh -huh, when I yeah. can get a blue belt, um, they stop everything. So I'm still waiting. Oh. I like to this be is this white is belt. Very good, very good. Just to interrupt you a bit, Celso is telling us that they have volleyball in the Olympics. I didn't know that. It is quite good. So it's just Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. That's not there. <laughs> But again, um, so that's so nice that you like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's so good. And I hope you can continue practicing that because after a while, we can notice that even, even when we are white belts, this gets easier to notice and stronger when we go up the rank. How Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu can help us not only with the, the fight itself and our bodies, but with our minds and discipline. I, I guess everyone has a lot to learn from Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's fantastic. It's really fantastic. I agree. And uh, is the best place to be there and mm -hmm. you think a lot of things and you need to learn about the respect from others yes yes and the other thing and... is that we learn pretty quickly pretty quickly i'd say in the first class we learn that there will always be someone better than us there will always be someone better than us so we need to practice our humility, we need to be humble and accept that we are not all of that that we might think. There will always be someone better than us. And also another thing I'd say is that we learn that we cannot improve alone. We need someone else. Because when you're practicing, you can practice, you can do some drills, you can do some movements alone by yourself. But it's only when you're training with a partner that you really develop your skills, right? Yes, and you, you change yourself because um, mm -hmm. you learn to treat this person and treat yourself because... Um, I don't know um, exactly, but um, what I learned, it's respect be polite and you lost your shy you don't be shy anymore mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you need to talk to everyone there so yes yes if you, you develop shy, your if you're shy yeah don't go jiu-jitsu <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'd say that if you feel shy go practice brazilian jiu-jitsu because you will learn how not to be shy anymore or not to be shy anymore because we can change that fast but you will learn how to manage this feeling and this is great this is really great all right so uh i'm also curious about your studies at university what are you planning to do in the future i can't hear you sorry Okay, now I can, now I can, now I can. Uh-huh. And I think I'm changed the course because I like to medical health. Mm -hmm. oh. I like to stay in laboratory and study um, virus and bacteria and everything. Oh. But I prefer to treat persons too mm -hmm. and... I think is the both sides. I yeah, you need to find out. It, or maybe practice yeah. one and another. And this way I can have both. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. Now tell us, how did you start learning English? When, when was it and how was it? 
<laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> it's not good enough and uh, this time because I'm stopped. But I'm starting when I was 12 years old. Mm -hmm. My mm -hmm. dad gave me that this school and here you need to study English for your life. And <laughs> wise words. Wise words. I don't like when I'm started. The beginning. Mm -hmm. I so when I need so when I'm started, I want to see that those things and. I thought, okay, I can I can learn about it and mm -hmm. practice some some time, and mm -hmm. that's it. I love all these today, days. Today, you really like years. it, right? Yeah. Yes. Very good. And very good. I guess this is very common with all of us when we first start, maybe because of our um, limiting beliefs that all of us have. We say this is too difficult, or this is not for me. Why am I learning this? so many questions but when we we stay a while studying that we notice that hmm, this might really help me in the future this might really open my vision for what i can do in this life right yes and when i started i i was good because it's the basics and when i saw it's easier i think Okay, I, I can go on <laughs> with that. And when I grow up, uh, I saw it's, it's going to be harder. And I think, eh, that's great, that's great. <laughs> I'm graduated from mm -hmm. Michigan. And oh. I'm stopping. Stopping and don't practice anymore. So I came back now. And mm -hmm. now I'm speaking here and I feel anxious because I think I thought all the words to need to talk, but mm -hmm. I'm sorry mm -hmm. for that. You don't need to be sorry. You're speaking beautifully. You don't need to be sorry. And so hang on a minute. You said that you graduated in Michigan. Were you there? What did you study there? No, I'm graduated from Fisk and I take a test mm -hmm. from Michigan. Ah, you took a test there. Okay, okay, that's great. And now you not only know English, you know English. We can say that. Not only you know English, as you're also learning French, isn't it? Yes, French and Italian. Italian? Yes. Oh, so we, we, we are looking at a polyglot. This is fantastic. I'm just trying. I'm just trying. I'm beginner. So you're not trying. I think you're I'm, I'm known more English from mm -hmm. for French, but I love it. Language, mm -hmm. all language and your variations. It's so beautiful. Yeah, and that's it. Fantastic. This is fantastic. I, I really like to see people who are inspired by learning new languages because these can really change the world because I like to think like this. When you only know Portuguese, for example, when you are born, you only learn Portuguese. And then this is, it's not a bow of water. This, when you are born, this is uma garrafa d'água. And then when you learn another language, let's say English, this is also a bottle of water. It means that now your whole world has twice as meaning as it had before. So it's you learn, yes, yes, you know the double. If you learn another language, this is now a bouteille, and then you keep going on and on and on and broadening your consciousness. Isn't that fantastic? I love that. I love that. It's great. We can do a game and see an object and say in the variation of, we can say that object, like um, uh, we can say I don't know how I say that but I think um, I have a acoustic guitar without, I can say that in French and Italian in 
this is so beautiful because uh -huh, you know uh -huh. all the variations is that thing yeah and it's fantastic sometimes you can confuse because mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. the italian the french and uh, have the same root. origin is from mm -hmm. origin or root latin mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yes and yes it is it's the same word so sometimes when you think you're saying in french Actually, you're saying Italian. Ah, but this is this is absolutely common amidst polyglots because imagine a brain that has the ability to think in three, four, five, sometimes ten languages, ten different languages. Of course, we are going to mix, and that's the beauty of it, right? This is fantastic. We need to embrace this mistakes it's completely normal right so what do you like to do to learn another language what do you like to do to learn french for example it's for travel abroad actually i think it helps because mm -hmm. your brain so um so i don't remember how to say accustomado I'm forgetting used, now. Used to? Yes. Used yes. to? And mm -hmm. used to um, saying the things in just one language. And you can relax your brain for other mm -hmm. thoughts. And that's it. I think it's a way to relax and think about other things and mm -hmm. forget your problems from... A while. Yeah, and what what things do you like to do to learn a new language? What do you like to do in your routine to learn? Um, listen podcasts all the time. I'm just so vicious. <laughs> I don't know. Have you always liked podcasts? Um, films too. I was mm -hmm. watching Harry Potter because mm -hmm. I want to try the accent for British. Oh, really? This yes. is great. This is great. <laughs> But Very good. I was, I was watching just um, The Legend in English. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think I realized um, then I can watch and don't need to see in Portuguese because I understand again. And that's great mm -hmm. because um, I can embrace all the words and that's great mm -hmm. for me and when yeah, i when i listen podcasts it's more difficult because mm -hmm. i don't know when mm -hmm. they speak it fast and but when i um, focus on my mind and listen carefully I can see, can I understand everything when I say, when they say, and that's mm -hmm. great for me. I can laugh. And so that's it. That's it. This is fantastic. And you know what? When I started back then, 2018, when I started my preparation, I remember so clear when I would practice my listening skills with podcasts. And it is as you just said, it's so hard. Because with podcasts, and that's why I, I say all the time that that's the best content for practicing your listening skills, because it's real English. It's not intended to be in a certain way, like a movie. It's real conversation. And then I remember pretty well, I would set myself close to the window and I would be just listening to the podcast and trying to understand. And, and sometimes I remember it was like this. See? squinting my eyes, trying to guess, because it is hard. But the thing is, don't give up. Don't give up. Because if you remain doing that, if you continue doing that, you will prevail. And then finally, you will be able to reach that level at which you say, ah, oh, now I'm understanding. Now I can do some other things whilst listening because now I can understand. I'm comfortable. And then it becomes a pleasure. And then you start listening because you like it. It's fantastic. It's fantastic.
it's good to know <laughs> that. Go on, go on. Okay, go on. It's good to know that because I like when I talk to people who know more languages, I like to understand how they think and how they develop their abilities in every language. And this is one thing that is basically common for all of them. Exposure by listening and exposure by reading. This is so true. This is so true. I think uh, we used to see the translation and think when we listen a podcast, we, mm -hmm. we must want to see when they talk and when mm -hmm. we not and your brain freak out and okay i don't know english that's it i'm give up <laughs> so when you stay there listen carefully and pay attention all the words mm -hmm. and don't try to translate and we can <laughs> get better yeah yeah there, there comes a point at which you don't think about the translation anymore you simply understand it's different you're not translating from english to portuguese like i'm down translate to english your english yeah you're simply understanding you're simply understanding you're not downloading information you're simply understanding and this is fantastic Okay, another thing I'd like to ask you. So you were telling me that you like podcasts, you like watching movies because you were talking about Harry Potter. What is your favorite type of movies? I I don't know. I watch many movies, but I think it's my favorite can be Harry Potter, of course. I mm -hmm. have the books and... Mm. Mm. So what? How? How would? Let, let, let's hang on there in a minute. How would you define Harry Potter? Would you say that it is uh, fantasy? Would you say that it is fiction? Would you say that it is suspense? Sometimes even horror. Because if I remember well, the first movies are okay for children, but the last movies that is dark. scary. That too scary. Right, you, you can so see how... when the the uh, the movie start when see that the the, the letters shining and mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's it. It's uh -huh. for kids. It's, it's for kids. But <laughs> oh, this when is going to see... be an amazing journey. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And when you see the last film, the last movies, when you see that thing is dark and yeah. you see. It's really Harry Potter because I don't understand why it's so dark. Yeah, and it gets really dark. I don't know. I think it's more like fantasy and sometimes it's like, uh, I don't know how I can find it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know how to describe it as well. I wouldn't know. Probably we would need more adjectives to describe that because it has features of many different genres, right? Like fantasy, suspense, sometimes even horror. Because if I remember well, there are some scenes that are like, well, I remember, I don't know which movie it was this, but there, there was a scene inside the forest and it was foggy and dark. And you could, I, I guess it was the scene with the unicorn. I guess something was drinking the blood of the unicorn. Am I right? Is yes, yes. That yes. was a pretty scary scene. So it's definitely not for all children. <laughs> I think this children can be have some trauma watching this. Of course, of course. <laughs> is, is it was uh, just first movie, and you see mm -hmm. that those things, and you can get scared. But I don't know when I watched the first time. I was 13, I don't remember well, and I, when I finished the move, I just thought, what happened? <laughs> my brain yeah. freaked out, and I don't know. I, I, must, I must confess that I do like uh, horror movies and suspense movies, although 
I'm not immune to fear. So I feel afraid when I watch that. But I like, that's the thing. I remember when I was 15, probably when I was 15, I tried. I, and I guess that was one of the few books that I didn't finish reading. When I was 15, I started reading The Exorcist. That's a famous book. I don't know if you know. And a, a famous movie as well. I don't know if you have I like watched. it over films. Um, I'm, uh -huh. I'm scared. I always have bad dreams. But uh, I watch it anyway. And uh -huh. always I'm gonna watch a movie. And there's a horror movie. I have bad dreams. And I, I say to me every time. I don't watch anymore. And <laughs> I'm not the next day I'm watching. I'm <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then I tried to read the book, but I couldn't. I guess I went two chapters only. And then I said, okay, I'm not reading this. It's too much for me. And then I stopped. But that is because, and later on, I, I, I'd like to read that one again. Because I do like the movie, The Exorcist. Because, not because of the, the horror and everything itself but because it is a classical one a classic one because up to that movie the exorcist and i, I don't know you you seem too young you probably are not old as i am but and up to the exorcist all the horror or suspense films we had they were related to real things to so the fear was embodied in a human like Jack the Reaper, it was something physical. We could see, we could touch the, the killer. But then when the exorcist comes or comes out, everything changes because now we are afraid of something supernatural, of something that we cannot touch, of something that we cannot see. And that's the scary thing because before, okay, just we just need to arrest this man and kill him or being arrested for the rest and of his life. And it can be anywhere. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing. See? So there's a change in the cinema as a whole. At, at least in my eyes, I see it like this. So that's why I like it so much. It's very good. It's very good. Yeah, okay. Let me see what else I'd like to ask you. I'm so curious about you. Um, so, as the greatest parts of people here in my profile. I'm assuming you're also interested in Canada, am I right? Of course, I love Canada since I was a kid. Um, mm -hmm. Just dream awake and waiting for the time I can go to Canada. So, mm -hmm. um, I don't know, I just... Um, Get better my English and learning French too, and mm -hmm. that's it. And how would you say you started liking Canada? When mm. was it that you said, mm, "Canada is a really nice place"? When I'm starting studying English, mm -hmm. because um, at there we all see those things about Canada. Mm. Not too much about U.S., but all the time we're talking about it, Canada. Mm -hmm. So, um, and that startled your interest. Bring a light in it. That's it. I'm go there. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Have you been to other countries? Mm, no, exactly. Just I'm like just... me. I'm just staying in Brazil. I never travel mm -hmm. abroad. But it's my just dream. Just like so. me. Just yes. like me. Before coming to Canada, I had never been to any other country. Never. Well, I guess when I was in my mom's womb, when I was just a baby inside my mom's womb, she went to Argentina. But that doesn't count because I was not living. I was just uh, attached to her. But Yeah, I've never been to any other country. And you're going to love it. I guess you're going to love it. It's a very nice place. A very nice place. Yeah, this has been a fantastic conversation. 
I will let you go now because I will give opportunity to more people. But this was a fantastic time, Yaskara. I really enjoyed talking to you. And please come back again. But of course, I'm, I'm watching all your lives and I'm just waiting my turn. So that's it. Very good. Very good. And I could see a hint of Britishness in your accent there when you say, of course. I like that. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> I'm just learning. So very it. good. Very good. Very good. Okay. Have a great weekend. Okay. Okay. You, you too. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Muito bem, olha para você ver, a primeira conversa da noite já foi aqui, ó, 35 minutos. Meu Deus, mas é assim, as coisas vão fluindo aqui, né? Deixa eu ver agora, vamos ver agora se eu chamo um homem. Aqui, ó, Celso Torres, vamos ver. Gente, mas que calor que tá aqui lá fora, tava fazendo 14 graus, o que que é que tá fazendo um calor desse? Meu Deus, olá, tudo bem? Oi. <risos> Como vai você? Tô bem, tô bem. Muito bom. É a sua primeira vez aqui? Ah, não, eu participo sempre das lives. Fico ah, quietinho. É a, primeira, é a primeira vez participando, então? Sim, é, participando sim. Ah, então você seja muito bem-vindo aqui, viu? Ah, obrigado. Fala de onde? É, eu falo de Belém do Pará, região Olha. norte. Que bacana, eu gosto muito de, antes da gente entrar na conversa em inglês, eu gosto, toda vez que eu encontro alguém que é de Belém, eu sempre gosto de falar isso, eu não sei se você já me ouviu falando isso, mas quando eu estava no Brasil, eu tinha um animal de estimação bem exótico, que era uma serpente, você já me ouviu falando isso? Eu tinha uma jiboia, e ela veio daí, de Belém, no Pará, o criador que ela nasceu era daí, de Belém, você conhece? Chama Xerimbabo o nome deles. Não, 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 não conheço. Ah, na, na, eles, eles estiveram fechados por muitos anos, mas na época era o único que tinha no Brasil. E aí ela veio daí. Muito bacana, muito bacana. Legal, legal. Muito bem, muito bem. Vamos lá. Se presente para a gente. Se você já sentia vontade, já pode começar falando em inglês, tá? Conte um pouquinho de você, o que, que você faz. Ok. Uh, well, uh, my name is Celso and I'm 32 years old. Uh, I study English. I've been studying English for, I guess, 10 years, around 10 or 12 years. Mm -hmm. And I teach English too. Yeah, I'm an mm, English Fantastic. Teacher. That's yeah. very good. That's very good. Okay. And um, how, when did you start teaching English? And how was it? How did you found in yourself this uh, taste for teaching? Uh, well, when, when I was in high school, I used to have so much difficulties in learning the language. I, I couldn't, couldn't understand even the simple things like verb be, simple present. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. But I, I've always had the, this feeling of learning the language. Mm -hmm. But at, that, at the time, I, I didn't know what to do. So my mom said, hey, I guess you have... Uh, something with English. I think you you will do well if uh, if you study. Well, how it's so interesting. This is so interesting because you being a teacher, how would you say that you overcame that difficulties that you had learning the language up to the point that you became an English teacher? How would you say that? This might be really interesting for for people. Yeah. Yeah, well, when, when I started studying, I didn't feel connected with the language. It was mm -hmm. something mechanical, like just writing on a board and just uh, explaining grammar. But when I started studying a language course, uh, I used to feel more connected because I kind of could see myself in a situation. It mm -hmm. was more natural. Mm -hmm. It was more natural and... Uh, the teachers used to be closer in the language course. Mm -hmm. I, I mm -hmm. used to put the situations that were mechanical in my school into communicative situations. So mm -hmm. I was not learning the language by grammar or through grammar. 
I was learning yeah. through practical situations. And that's that made the I whole say, difference, man. That's what I say almost every single day. Because this is, to my eyes, uh, one of the structural mistakes or structural failures of the Brazilian teaching, teaching, English teaching. Because when we go, when we look at the traditional system, as we all had in school, they just want to teach us grammar, right? Rules, as I said, write exactly. on a book, everyone, take notes, everyone, come on. We are, we need, we all need to stop studying and to start using the language. That's the thing. As you said, when you started practicing, then you could see improvement. And that's the whole thing we need to use because all languages as well, not only English, and I, I, I'm assuming you agree with me on this, all languages are just tools that we use to communicate. And as tools, we need to use them, right? I always say this, if you have a, let's say that I got here a new mobile phone. This is just my case, I'm using it here. Let's say I've got a new mobile phone. If I read the whole uh, instructions guide, the instructions manual, am I able to use my mobile phone properly, thoroughly, completely? Of course not, this is just the manual. I need to use the tool. That's the thing. I need to use the tool, right? That's what you were talking about. This is really nice. Uh, I yeah. believe that's what you do with your students as well. Totally, totally. And watching you, man, I, I've been able to improve my skills because you are so kind with people. The way you talk, you allow them to communicate, and that's what real teachers do. Yeah, you give them the opportunity to communicate. And I'm a huge fan of yours, really. Oh, thank you. I'm getting ready again. Am I <laughs> <laughs> All the time. But thank you. Thank you. That's so kind of you. But I do believe that studying English is already something complicated for many people. Studying English for an immigration process is something even more complicated. Why do we need to make it even harder? There's no purpose on it. There's no point in it. So we need to make things possible. And I like to say that uh, encourage, encouragement is necessary until the point that detonation comes up. Then you can go by yourself walking with your own legs. But until that, because some people, they don't believe, they don't trust themselves. But we need to make them see this because all of us, all of us have this spark, this spark of grandness inside ourselves. All of us. We just need to see, well, I see this in people. And what I like to do is to make them see that they have this, right? Yeah, totally. I agree with you. Great, great. And how did you start... Uh, becoming interested in Canada? Well, uh, I've always had the dream to, to visit other places. And Canada was one of them. It was mm -hmm. the first country that came to my mind. Mm -hmm. And while I was uh, searching for some information, I saw your page yeah, and I saw that you used to talk about Canada, the things we have there mm -hmm. about your daily life. And then it got me more interested in, yeah. in Canada. And now I'm trying to practice my English to do the test because I will apply for uh, IELTS and yeah. try to immigrate maybe within two years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the thing, because... You already know English. You, you obviously have a great level of English. But I, I also say this every single day. It's not about English. It's about the yeah. test. The IELTS test is not really testing your English. The IELTS test is testing your abilities to take the IELTS test. See? That's it. That's the whole thing. And this is a completely different level of commitment, a different level 
of understanding and a different level of skillfulness in using your abilities. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. So as you said, we need a strategy. We need to establish a strategy, a strategy, and to follow that for some time. You, you said you go two, year, two years, and that's fantastic. That's, a, that's quite a reasonable time to do it. I took myself, I guess, around that, around two years to finally receive my my approval for the by the immigration yeah i'd say it's around two years that's it how long you've been living there well uh, today is july the 30 the beginning of this month july the 3rd i completed one year so i came here last summer yeah wow, that's I came... cool yeah, I came here last summer, and I need to say that I really like the way this year it's going, because when I first came last year, around this time of the year, it was boiling hot, it was too hot, it was like 43, 44 degrees every single oh, day, and today it's 14 in the summer, <laughs> it's fantastic, it's fantastic, I hope the winter gets even colder. <laughs> No, nice. Yeah, but I've been here for basically one year, one year. I had the opportunity to know some cities around here, but basically because of the pandemic, we're just stuck here, right? But it's great. It's a fantastic place. Have you been here? Not unfortunately not. Not yet. Yeah. Great. You're going to love it because I did. I did. Because the first time I came, I was already immigrating, so that that's that, that's that we don't really fantastic. need to yeah. to go and see it first. We can do it, but it's not mandatory. It's not something necessary. We can go uh, immigrating already. That's it. Do you have any idea of where you want to go? Well, I've searched some cities like Ottawa, Vancouver. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I also follow some pages on Instagram about the the cities they that are most common for tourists for people who are immigrating. Mm -hmm. Do you like the cold or, or not? Man, actually, <laughs> what do we understand by a cold weather here yeah. in Brazil is a totally different <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> that's true. That's true. I remember that. There was one time I, w I went to the north part of Brazil. It was not um, Delhi. It was Recife. I went there to take a police test. And then it was so hot. It was so hot. I guess it was something like 33 or something like that. And then I went to a pharmacy. And I was talking to the pharmacist. And I was, it's too hot today. It's too hot. I can't I can bear it. I'm sweating all the time. And he said to me, I'm going to do it in Portuguese because it was so nice. He said to me, to me, it was so <laughs> nice. It was so nice. And I was like, really? I'm sweating here. I'm melting myself. <laughs> so I, I totally understand when you say it. But I'm asking you this because people who don't like the cold that much, they try sometimes if they can they try to choose that area of the british columbia like vancouver and places like that because the summer and also the winter is mild there so I you're see. not going to experience those harsh temperatures as we do here last winter i guess the maximum we got here at least that i saw was negative 39 so they, yeah yeah it was fantastic so so nice but they don't get this uh on the other side in vancouver they don't get that and kenya is here she is one of my students she can testify by herself because she's living there in vancouver so it's not that cold it's not that cold and it's not that snowy they don't get lots of snow as well i see that's why I'm uh, asking if you like the cold or not, because that would determine your choice. Not determine, but it would interfere in your choice. Yeah, I think I, I'll get used to it. The idea of going there is 
is better than suffering from cold weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we all get used to it because we think, oh my God, it's going to be negative 35, negative 40 is going to be too much. It's not really. Because first, if you are wearing proper clothing, you're okay, you're okay. You're only going to feel really cold if you stay outside for a longer period unprotected. That's it. If you are inside, basically every single place is prepared for the, the winter. So inside, you're not going to feel cold at all. And I can say that I've been to places, some friends' house, uh, some friends' houses, and it's so hot because we've got the, we call it HVAC, which is heating, ventilation, and air conditioning. This is the system we call it here. See. You can put it at the temperature you want, you see? So basically, you're going just to feel really cold if you stay outside for a long period, not using proper, proper clothes. That's it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that is better. Yeah, <laughs> you won't yeah, suffer. Yeah. That much. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not. What do you like to see here? Because you were you were telling me that you like to see people posting things about the the daily lives that make you that make you interested. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I I usually watch. Uh, The, the daily activities, yeah, the activities that mm -hmm. you do every day. Also about the strategies you you tell the, the students to do the test, yeah. Mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. Not only learning the language, not knowing the language. Yes. About the strategy. That's true. That's true. Well, Something that caught my attention was a video of yours about mm. a store that you went for Halloween stuff. Oh, Dollarama. Ah, it really was Dollarama. It. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, Dollarama. That, it was, that is really uh, cool. Last, last Saturday. Yeah, I guess it was last Saturday. And I'm planning to do to go that tomorrow again. Because yeah, you can show just... us what you're going to buy. <laughs> I really like the video. Yeah, there was just uh, putting the things on the shelves. They were cleaning the shelves and putting things there. So th th there wasn't that much uh, of things, to be honest. But Tomorrow, I'm planning to go there again. And I hope there will be more things that I can see and that I can show you. It's fantastic. Because although we are still in July, July, they are already putting things for Halloween. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. And this is a very nice thing about Canada. When you get close to those special dates, you can see... a You can feel a feeling. You can see the movement. It's, it's very nice. It's very nice. And Halloween is a big thing here. It's a big thing. You can see when you live in neighborhoods, as I do, not downtown, because downtown they don't really do this that much. But when you live in, in neighborhoods, as I do, you can see people really put up things in their lawns or the porch, and they set up tables for the children to come and get uh, sweets and everything. It's really, really nice. It's so nice. And you can see all, almost all the houses would have something. It's fantastic. And it will be your first time experiencing Halloween, right? No, last yeah. year, I was here in August, in October. I was here, yeah. but I was living in downtown. So I couldn't see that many interesting things. But this year, I'm living in... Um, in a house now, in a neighborhood. So I'm planning to do some things myself. I'm planning to put some things there outside oh, in the por porch cool. for, for children to come and get sweets. Sometimes, I, I don't know, maybe to give them some good scares. I'm planning to do something. It's going <laughs> to be really, really good. Because that's what they do. That's what they do. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really, really That'd nice. Really cool. yeah. Have yeah, you had the chance to make your friends like around your neighborhood how are they there uh are they uh friendly to people to foreigners there are also many foreigners living there right yes that, that that's one point i would say that around 50 to 60 percent of canada is 
composed by uh, immigrants. So that's true. That, that's why they are so receptive to people. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, looking by the other spectrum, they're also reserved. See? They are friendly when it comes to receiving people, new people to the country. But when it comes to their private lives, they are reserved. But having that said, I'd, I'd say that my neighbors are quite uh, generous and friendly. I've got... Uh, so my house is in between two other ones. And then mm -hmm. from one side, from my left, I guess I've got an Indian family. And they, they're great. They're great. They're friendly and we get the chance to talk from time to time. And from the other side, I guess she's Canadian. I'm not sure. But she's an old lady and she's so kind. One of these days I was talking to her. And I guess it was not. It was the first time I saw her. I was talking with another guy who was making some repairs in my hot tub. And then she came out. And then she put her head over the fence. And she said, hello, are you my <laughs> new neighbor? And I said, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, she was so sweet. And then we started talking. And then she said, oh, please don't mind me. Because I like sometimes to invite my friends. And we like to have a very nice barbecue here. Don't mind if we are talking out loud. And I said, don't. I don't mind it. So I'm Brazilian. I love parties. And she said, oh, are you Brazilian? You could teach me how to dance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't say to her, but I, I thought, you don't know, but I'm a disaster dancer. <laughs> <laughs> it was so nice. She was so nice and she is so kind so yeah i'd say that they're friendly your neighbors will probably be friendly to you people uh, people on the streets i don't know because they like to be reserved but your your neighbors because you are close to them right so you develop um sort of a connection with them right so i'd I say see. that they're quite friendly they're quite friendly yeah, there yeah. was a word for that. Because I don't know, it's a life changing plan, right? When you yes, first decided to yes. to move yes. to Canada, I think you had to think about it many times, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Something uh, grand, right? To consider. Grant enough to consider doing or not doing because it will change your life. But one thing I like to to think and I like to say is you are not attached to your decisions forever if you come and if you don't like it you can go any place to any other place or you can come you can go back that's okay it's your life no one's going to judge you see yeah. we are free to to decide I, I would say come and see and if you don't like you can decide afterwards see yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So, Celso, it's been a, a pleasure talking to you. Our life is coming to the end. It was so nice talking to you today. Oh, man, the pleasure was mine. I'd like to thank you again for the opportunity oh. you are giving us and for being so kind. I think uh, this job you're doing is really great. It's helping thank a lot you. of students and a lot of people to improve their English. Thank you. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that because, as I said before, I believe that people have in themselves the potential for the best. And I just like to make them see this. So thank you again. That's so kind of you. Okay. Come back okay. more time so we can talk sure. more. Okay. I'll be here. <laughs> All right. Bye. Have a great weekend. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Muito bem, muito bem, chegamos ao final de mais uma live, meu Deus, olha o comentário ali, this is the best live that I ever seen in Instagram, oh, thank you, that's so kind of you, I really appreciate that, gente, foi muito boa a live de hoje, eu também adorei, adorei, eu espero ver vocês na semana que vem, deixa eu dar um aviso, não se esqueçam, na semana que vem vai ser diferente, tá, as datas, na semana que vem, 
é, vai começar as aulas da missão, né? o evento que eu vou fazer, a missão, inglês para mudar de país. E ela vai começar na quarta-feira. Por causa disso, na semana que vem, as lives vão ser na segunda e na terça. Na segunda-feira vai ser a live de simulados, que a gente faz toda quinta. Na semana que vem ela vai ser na segunda. E na terça-feira vai ser essa live aqui, a live de conversação. Tá, já eu espero ver vocês lá e que tenham todos um excelente final de semana. Cheers! You've listened to the Blimey Cast. For more content, visit blimeyenglish.com.